Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's truth o'clock. Of course, the truth is God's word. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. Skipping the intro today because I have a lot of scripture to cover, and I just want to say thank you for joining me. This week we're going to be talking about hyper-dispensationalism. Some people don't like that word, but I don't have another word for it. It's false doctrine. They claim to rightly divide the word of truth. There's nothing wrong with that. But they divide it so much that they get the word of truth himself, the Lord in the flesh, the Lord himself. They take his own words and they say they were only for the Jews and that Jesus Christ had a separate ministry from Paul and that Jesus Christ actually preached a gospel of works. That's blasphemy. That is crossing the line and that's why I need to warn against it. There's a false teacher online somebody brought my attention to. His name is... Paul Falter. He falters, all right? Actually, I guess it's Falter. I call him Falter. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Now, of course, we need to rightly divide the word, but we don't cherry-pick. We don't twist False teachers always twist the word, the, the word of God. It started with Satan in the garden, and that's what he still does. Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Praise God. Jesus Christ doesn't change. The Lord God says, I am the Lord, I change not. If you think that Jesus Christ didn't know his own gospel when he was here, and by the way, he, he did preach to the Jews. He also preached to Gentiles, and they believed on him, and they were saved. And they were saved by faith in him. We're going to cover a lot of these scriptures. But if you think Jesus didn't know as much as Paul, you got a problem. And you need to examine your own faith. So when you hear people telling you that Jesus Christ's words aren't for you, you better run away. Don't even walk. Run common claims of the hyper-dispensationalists or whatever you want to call these, this guy, Falter. Common claims, okay, two different Gospels existed. Like I said, they claim, and I got a clip of this guy, and maybe I'll play that now so you can get an idea of what this guy is saying and how badly he twists the Word of God. So bad that he accuses the Lord Jesus Christ himself of Preaching a gospel of works-based salvation. That's heresy. Jesus was, in his earthly ministry, addressing the nation of Israel as their Messiah. Okay, okay, sorry. Stop him now for a second. That didn't last long. I have to just say this, okay? I've been going through the scriptures all morning here. When Jesus went to the Samaritan, the woman at the well, and she went back and witnessed to all the people in her area, in her village, and then... Jesus himself went back and preached to them, stayed with them for two days. They got saved. 
Listen to what this, listen to how this plays out, okay? Listen to the word of God, John 4, 39 through 42. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman which testified, he told me all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans were coming to him, they besought him. They came to Jesus, okay? They besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abode there two days. And many more believed because of his own word, and said unto the woman, Now we believe, not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world." The Messiah is not just the Messiah of only the Jews. He is the Savior of the world. Christ Jesus came to save sinners. Who are sinners? Everybody but him. We are saved by faith. These people had faith in Christ. And earlier in that story, in that chapter, there's a distinction between the Jews and the Samaritans. They were a separated sect. Okay, and Jesus brought it right to him. His apostles didn't understand. Saul was still out being a Pharisee. He wasn't a believer yet. Jesus Christ saved people, not only Jews, and they're saved by faith. Mark 2, 5, when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, thy son Thy sins be forgiven thee. He forgave their sins. He didn't just heal their bodies. Jesus Christ forgave their sins. He forgives our sins. By grace through faith in Jesus Christ are ye saved. Jesus didn't teach them that they had to do works to be saved. That is wicked, devilish heresy. And I'm going to go back to this falter so you can hear what he says out of his own mouth. And then we'll continue with the Bible study. And just to make you understand, this guy that's on this clip, he's reading off a teleprompter. He's wearing a Hawaiian shirt, which is, hey, you know, that's neither here nor there. Joseph had a colorful coat. But he's reading off a teleprompter, and I just think that's odd myself, too. And they go out of their way to constantly tell you they don't worship Paul. When you go on their videos or on their site or something, there's a thing right there that says, hey, we don't worship Paul. Let me explain. And it's like, you know, that rings such a bell for me as being a former Catholic. We don't worship Mary. We just, everything's just all about Mary. And grace comes through Mary. Does that sound familiar to you? This guy, his name happens to be Paul. But he, he's all about this apostle Paul and saying he's the only apostle who ever preached to the Gentiles, and that's another lie, because Peter preached to the Gentiles. Philip preached to the Gentiles. Jesus Christ preached and saved centurions. Anyone who was there in the crowd, they weren't all always Jews. Anyway, I got to finish this clip. If I can get through this, it'll be something else. I'm going to drink my coffee. Here it is. Jesus later in Acts chapter 9 chose Paul as the apostle to the Gentiles. Two different groups, Israel and the church. Two different ministries, Jesus and Paul. Did any of Jesus' disciples become apostles to the Gentiles? Yeah, uh, well, Peter preached to the Gentiles, and they got saved. And Philip preached to the Ethiopian, he got saved. Uh, there's Gentiles all around, and they were getting preached to. Not maybe as a specific calling, like 
as with Paul where it was told to him, but they weren't segregating their preaching. Like when Peter preached to thousands of people, he wasn't like, yo, if anybody in here is not a Jew, get out. You can't hear this. Acts 15, 7 through 11. And when there had been much disputing, Peter rose up and said unto them, men and brethren, ye know how that a good while ago, God made choice among us that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, which knoweth their hearts, bear them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us, and put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why tempt ye God to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, when neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved even as they. That's one gospel. That's describing Peter preaching the gospel to people and they get saved, they get the Holy Spirit, on and on. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ, by the way. It's called the gospel of Jesus Christ by Paul. We are reconciled into one body by Christ. It happened on the cross. It didn't happen after Paul got saved. He wasn't the first person to get saved and be in Christ. Ephesians 2.16 says, And that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. That happened at the cross, and Jesus Christ rose from the dead. Now you want to tell me he went, this guy, I'm going to play the rest of his clip, but he's trying to say Jesus went after the resurrection after 40 days of being with them, teaching them, then he went and when he gave the Great Commission, he calls that into question, and he tries to say that Jesus told them to go preach a works-based plan of salvation. What was that, a couple a short-term plan until Paul showed up on his horse? Come on, that's ridiculous. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He went to the cross. That wasn't plan B. His mission is to save souls. He came to destroy the works of the devil. He didn't come here to tell them you can be saved by works. That is so twisted. Just the 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 heresy of saying that, you know, Jesus Christ, yes, he saved Paul and sent Paul. Paul's not above Jesus. Paul's no more or there's no different ministry, no different gospel. I mean, he had a special calling. Like, I have a special calling to be on the radio right now, to be printing Christian shirts, Christian hoodies, hats. I started a business. I was on YouTube. I have videos. They're still on there. We all have our own calling and mission God gives us by God's grace when we're saved. Mark chapter 16, verses 14 through 16. This is Jesus meeting with his disciples after his resurrection and before his ascension, Judas had already committed suicide. These passages are commonly called the Great Commission. But let's see if that is accurate. That's wrong! Did he just say, that, did he just call into question if that's the Great Commission or not? Before Jesus Christ ascended back into heaven, his, uh, his instructions? Okay, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that's wrong. Afterward, he appeared unto the eleven, 
as they sat at meat. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 and 20. And the eleven disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Well, let's deconstruct this passage a little bit. Baptism. In this setting, water baptism is required for salvation. Jesus is telling his disciples to baptize those that believe. But Paul said, For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. 1 Corinthians 1.17 See, all the world, all the nations, Jews scattered among the nations, even as far okay, as Rome. that's enough, you liar. Um, yeah, all the nations, every creature, that doesn't really mean every creature, all the nations. See, there's different verses. You compare line upon line, falter. There's more than one account. He didn't just say all the nations, and you twist it and go, oh, that means because there was some Jews in every nation. You are a liar. Every creature means you're, they, he sent them forth to preach the gospel. And he gave them the power. He breathed upon them the Holy Spirit. In John chapter 20, in the upper room after the resurrection, before the Great Commission, then Jesus said to them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Praise God. He also instructed them to go back and wait in Jerusalem until the day of Pentecost. After they went back, he told them to wait 10 days. They went back and he sent the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, and they were on their mission way before Saul got saved. So deal with it. And it's not a separate ministry. It's not a separate gospel. My opinion, that is heresy. He has the nerve to sit there and say, did he send the other apostles to the, uh, all the Gentiles? And then he literally reads the quote where Jesus Christ told the apostles without Paul to go into all the earth, go into all the, the to preach to everybody, everybody you see, all, all people. This guy is a twister of the word. And I don't respect that. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. That is twisting. He literally ignores what it literally says. And then they emphasize, oh, he, he puts highlights on the word, baptize them. Jesus didn't say you need they need to be baptized to be saved. They will be baptized because that's in accordance to an outward sign of our faith. Jesus Christ was baptized. It's an act of obedience. It's a statement. It's not what saves you. Good works follow salvation. We are created unto good works in Christ Jesus. This man is a false teacher. Others like him are false teachers. I'm warning you, these people are out there and they are reading off teleprompters. They're all slick. He's, this man is in direct 
conflict with the scriptures. He's not rightly dividing anything. He's dividing it up so much that you miss what it says. The simplicity that is in Christ. Jesus Christ taught, follow him. Have faith in him. And as I said, he saved people. People are saved by grace through faith. Abraham was saved by faith. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Grace. 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 Not works. It's in Genesis. Through Revelation. The gospel the angels are going to preach. It's the everlasting gospel. That means there's not seven or eight of them. There's one. It's the everlasting gospel. Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel. This guy literally said that Jesus was teaching them a works-based plan of salvation. And he's trying to say that it says that if you're not baptized, you're damned. It actually doesn't say that. It says, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. People will be saved and baptized. And then it says if they don't believe, they'll be damned. If they don't believe, they'll be damned. Did the thief on the cross get baptized? And then Walter uh, quotes Matthew 28. He makes it like, a, you know, like it's a bad thing that Jesus Christ said to teach all nations and teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. Lo, I am with you always, even till the end of the world. Amen. Is that okay? You know, is it, I mean, he is our Lord. He's the King of kings. He's the Lord of lords. Is it okay with you if we follow him and, and try to live our life according to his teachings? That's not a works-based system. It's just due to him because he is Lord. Jesus is Lord. So people have to be discipled. People have to be told. This is what the Lord taught. This is what the Lord expects. It's called discipleship. It's called walking in the light. It's called being a Christian. Now listen to Mark verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. You better pay attention to that. We don't just read from Romans to Philemon or whatever. The word of God, Jesus Christ is the word made flesh. It's very insulting and it's very wicked to demean the ministry of the Lord and try to make it sound like Jesus preached a works-based plan of salvation when he did no such thing. Was he obedient? Yes. Was he holy? Yes. Did Jesus Christ keep the commandments? Yes. He could never sin. He is sinless. He is our example. But he wouldn't expect anyone to be able to keep the commandments. That's the point why he came, to die on the cross, to save us from our sins. What would be the point? God the Father sent him there. He, his ultimate plan is Calvary. Mark 10, 29 through 30, And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house or brethren or sisters or father or mother or wife or children, or lands for my sake, and the gospels. But he shall receive an hundredfold in this time, houses, and brethren, and sisters, and mothers, and children, and lands, with persecutions, and in the world to come, eternal life. 
Jesus Christ's gospel leads to eternal life. It always has and it always will. It is his gospel. There is no other. Jesus said, No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Okay? Oh, he said that to a Jew. You better believe what he said because he is the only way. He was teaching them how to be saved by faith in him. Not of their works that they were already in the middle of, failing at, faltering at. He alone has the words of life. He is life. He's the only way to eternal life. Amen? He's the only one who can forgive our sins. He has the living water. Mark 16, 15, Jesus, and, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Not just all nations. Oh, it's into the nations because there were some Jews there. That's a wicked, lying tongue. Jesus Christ said to go preach to every creature. That's every person. And he told that to everybody but Judas and whoever else was there that was a follower of him because there were many there. He ascended. He was seen by many, hundreds of people. He was with them for 40 days, teaching them. Now in Galatians 3, 6 through 11, even as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham. Oh, Abraham heard the gospel? God knew that he was going to send his only begotten son. For God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but shall have eternal life. He didn't get surprised when they crucified his only begotten son. The scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith. This is God's plan. Jesus said, when I am lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. Okay, so Abraham heard the gospel. He's saved by grace, by God's grace through faith, not of works, for the just shall live by faith. We're justified by faith. Hebrews teaches the same thing. All through the Old Testament, anybody that's saved, it's by faith in God. It's not by their own good works because none is good. 1 Timothy 1.15, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all expectation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. And do you think he suffered on the cross and died on the cross and rose from the dead? And he died on the cross and he said, it is finished so he could rise from the dead and then have some temporary band-aid gospel that's going to be done away with. The New Testament started with his death on the cross, the, the death of the testator. When he rose from the dead, I'm telling you, his gospel is everlasting and it is established. It is finished. There is no works to add. There is no, you got to be baptized to be saved. Then later on, oh, now you don't need to be baptized. That's heresy. And Jesus Christ himself the Lord in Luke 5.32 said, I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And as Jesus said, repent and believe the gospel. You need to turn to him for your salvation. Put your faith and trust in him. He's a person. Yes, he went to the cross at a certain point in history. 
but he's the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Our faith is in him and his, you can't separate his work on the cross from who he is, okay? Okay, at Calvary, Jesus Christ paid for the sins of the whole world. This was his mission and this was the Father's will, not plan B. John twelve thirty two, And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Praise God. John three fourteen through 18. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Praise God. Matthew twenty six forty two. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh, my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. So, okay, did, did God uh, fail to perform his perfect will in Christ Jesus? God forbid. God answered Jesus' prayers. Jesus is the Lamb of God. When John the Baptist saw Jesus Christ, what did he say? Behold, the Lamb of God. John one twenty nine. The next day John seeth Jesus coming unto him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Praise God. The Lamb of God is our Passover. Revelation 13.8 And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. You know God is outside of time, right? Hebrews 13.8 Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Jude 1.4 For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, when I hear that guy saying that Jesus preached a false gospel as he ascended into heaven, that's what that reminds me of right there. Mark and avoid. Thank you for listening. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. Be strong in the Lord. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments? Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. Open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music. Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford. The time is short. That is why KJV Prepper Christian shirts are worn to warn. KJV Prepper witness wear can be a bold witness to the unsaved and encourage believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. All designs are original. 
visit kjvprepper.com for effective Christian apparel. Worn to warn. Most of you know that I love great coffee. Recently, I made a discovery right here in my hometown of Rome, New York. Broaster's Coffee Company, specializing in single-origin, organic, fair-trade, small-batch coffee. My favorite dark roast is the Nicaraguan. When you use the promo code TRUTH, you will receive 10% off your online purchase at thebroasters.com. T-H-E-B-R-O-A-S-T-E-R-S.com. Broaster's Coffee Company. Hashtag Roasted in Rome.